Hello and welcome back to my weekly ayahuasca today. And this is the first time, you know, in the podcast that we are doing this. But there is something I come across recently that I really wanted to share you, share share with you guys and everybody who is listening. And um, you know, some of my personal experience and also give space, you know, to Dr. Jose Luis Sandoval. Welcome to my podcast. Um, Jose Luis is my my home my doctor who helped me you know with some problems that I had last year and yeah through him I come across you know with this medicine called La Montaña that we're going to talk about some more today so let's just dive in welcome and I'm so happy to have you here and let's just you know start the conversation with you know, just you telling us a little bit about yourself. What do you want people to know about you? I know that you are an MD, you are a homeopath, you also work with uh, teacher plants and master plants. So how did you get into this whole healing business and what brought you to homeopathy and then later to, to other plants that you are working with? Well, um, first of all, hi to everyone. And uh um, hi to you, Nina, and thank you very much for inviting me to your channel. Uh, I'm pretty excited of, of being here today. And um, uh, well, yes, um, I'm, I'm a homeopath. Uh, before uh, I studied medicine, I was into homeopathy because I had been treated with homeopathy my whole life and also my father. Uh, so I decided to become a homeopath and in order to do so in the best way, I had to study medicine. So I went to medical school and then after I, I finished medical school, I spent a couple of years looking for a, a good school uh, of homeopathy. So I got in touch with the International Academy of Classical Homeopathy in Greece and I found out that they had a two-year online course which I took and uh, I'm really glad that I did because the homeopathy they teach you there is real uh, classical unisys homeopathy. This means that uh, for it to be a holistic uh, system of medicine, you have to treat uh, the patient with only one remedy at a time. And that's what gives you the opportunity to see improvement in all of the patients uh, uh, systems and on, in all of the patient levels. So, um, you know, just for the people who don't know what homeopathy is, can you just say a few words? How is it different from like, you know, pharmaceutical uh, medications? Sure. Um, homeopathy uh, is a system of medicine that works by stimulating the body's the emotions and the mind's uh, way, own way of healing. Everybody has uh, a, a way to protect themselves from any disease, which are the symptoms, by the way. So for instance, when you have um, a sore throat and a fever and a cough, you know you have uh, a, a throat infection, a, a respiratory tract infection. And, instead of saying, oh, I'm gonna kill the bug, I'm gonna kill the bacteria, uh, and then you're gonna be free of it. We understand that the symptoms you are giving out are the way you are curing, you're going to cure yourself. So what homeopathy does is it stimulates those same symptoms, which means it, it stimulates the way you confront disease, and it can be on the physical level, the emotional or the mental level, thus uh, getting you to really be um, free of the disease. Wow, yeah, and I can definitely testify. So just, you know, giving a little bit of testimonial because how I met you was that I had this horrible breakout of eczema on my skin, you know, that was like literally went to a level when my skin was bleeding and I didn't want to take 
um, you know, the creams with the steroid that normally, you know, pe people get prescribed. So because of the side effects, so I, you know, I was looking for an alternative solution and, and somebody recommended you to me and you gave me a remedy. I, do you want to tell people what did you give me? Because I can't even remember what was the remedy that I was taking. Oh, your, your remedy was natrium uraticum, a sea salt. Okay, so that was like, you know, I remember that like the first week after taking the remedy, my skin started to calm down and, you know, it improved. And then I would have kind of new breakouts, but to a lesser extent, it wasn't so bad like before. And it just, you know, it was like almost my body was kind of purifying as you say. And, and also in my case, you know, right after I started taking the remedy, you know, just a couple of weeks later, I had, you know, like repressed memories come back and I went through this big, you know, mental emotional processing of some past stuff, you know, that I, I, I wasn't aware before. So I can, definitely testify that it did work on a mental emotional level and physical level and uh, you know and and and, and it, it 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 completely you know helped me to to um to to recover you know and all my symptoms went away um, just for the listeners you know i was taking it for almost i think seven months and, and I just stopped it, you know, recently. And I had, you know, that was interesting also that I had a little bit of irritation as I stopped the remedy and I contacted you and you were saying, let's see if your body will, you know, kick back and regulate and maybe you don't need it anymore. So, so I left it and then it calmed down and, and I don't have any symptoms right now. So we'll see how it goes. But it was, it was just amazing for me because I have a couple of friends who suffer from eczema and psoriasis, you know, their whole life, they are on different creams, different medications. And basically people are, you know, people are told that this is something kind of incurable, kind of, you know, autoimmune or something like that, that that kind of counts like a chronic disease. So my recovery from that serious breakout was relatively short, I think, like from my, what I hear from people and a lot of people don't even expect, you know, to, to recover fully. And I did. So yeah, definitely a big fan of homeopathy, you know, from now on. And I have this really good experience so I can understand you know how if you had also good experiences as you were growing up then 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 you were committed you know and you were interested you know to walk this path so um you know how did you ended up with with plants and when i say plants obviously homeopathy probably uses plants as well but i refer to like psychoactive plants and theogens i know that you work with many different teacher plants so so how did that come into your life what motivated you to to look for it and what are the plants that you had personal experience with and what are the plants that you are working with right now Sure. I mean, the way I got uh, to know power plants, uh, it's interesting because uh, I'm from Guadalajara, Mexico, and I came to live here uh, to the Caribbean, to Puerto Morelos. And my teacher who invited me uh, to study at the academy in Greece to do the e-learning course, uh, he had invited me to teach with him at the, he founded an academy in Guadalajara where we, where we would get uh, homeopaths and students from all around Mexico, from uh, the US and from South America to come to Guadalajara uh, one weekend a month. So he said to me, uh, Jose Luis, I want you to come here and teach with me at the academy. And when I went there, he said to me, we're doing research on ancestral medicines and power plants. Uh, do you wanna get into this? And I said, okay. So he said to me, uh, in order for you to get to know these medicines, first you have to take them. So here, uh, you have to try them, see uh, uh, what you get from them. And then we started to help people to, to do ceremonies at the academy. Uh, so that was the only way I could uh, I could have said yes to these these medicines because I'm particularly a man of science. So if you had told me, if anyone had told me, oh, 
there's this medicine. You're going to give it to your patients and they're going to be great. I would have said, ah, what is that? Uh, ancestral medicines? I don't know. Uh, sacred plants? I don't know. But because I, I first uh, had to take them uh, in order to get to know them and do this research, uh, so then uh, was when uh, I just, I got convinced I couldn't say no because th that's science. I mean, I felt it, I, I saw it on myself and then on other people. And then uh, I talked to, to the master that makes uh, one of the medicines uh, I work with and I was able to bring it to Puerto Morelos and, and be able to heal people from over, from this side uh, of the country. And um, you know, it's been great because that medicine is made in Guadalajara. Yeah, and, and we're gonna definitely go more into that. So, you know, what were the specific plans that you tried, you know, at the beginning of your journey? And then what are the plans that you picked, you know, that spoke to you the most and, and you chose to bring into your healing practice? And why did you choose those specific plans? Or yeah, well, uh, <laughs> we did plant medicine, we did ayahuasca, uh, we did peyote, and um, we did frappe, and uh, we also did, um, mm, well, the, other uh, other medicines who are uh, which come from animals, you know, pufalvarius, cambo. Uh, yeah. And, but there was this particular medicine that I mentioned, which is called Montaña, which is Spanish for mountain. And uh, it's prepared in, uh, in Guadalajara. And this is a combination of plants. It's uh, uh, mainly, its main ingredients, its main ingredients, salvia, divinorum. And it's a combination of several plants, which uh, is given in a form similar to ayahuasca because you drink it, you drink a little bit of it. It takes about an hour or so to start making effect. And I do the ceremonies during the whole night. So the patient can work for two, three, five or seven hours. And uh, after the ceremony, which is accompanied by music during the, the whole work, uh, we do a little closure, uh, a little a review of what the patient or the patients uh, could see and why they, what they want to share about their experience. And um, it, uh, it works on every level of the human being. I mean, from the spiritual level to being uh, improved or cured from physical ailments and other ways too. Right, right. So I'm like super excited, you know, to to learn more about like, for example, do you know how is the how is it prepared the medicine? Because, you know, I've taken many plant, other plants, as you you also mentioned, and most of the plants, you know, um, it, it, they have a very bad taste, you know, very distinct taste and not so easy, you know, to 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 drink it, you know, the ones that you are ingesting. And this medicine, the Montagna, I didn't, I didn't really taste the medicine. It was in Jamaica tea. I only tasted the Jamaica. So I was thinking that it must be like an extract or do they cook it or what do they, do you know anything about it? And, and, and like, what is, you know, I mean, I know that you don't know the recipe, but do you know anything about like who came up with this combination and how do they actually prepare it? Yeah, well, uh, my teacher, um who got me into this, who makes uh, the medicine now, has been working with it for around 15 years. And he was introduced to it. Someone else was preparing it then. Mm -hmm. But since he's uh, an alchemist, he's been working on the recipe uh, for over these 15 years, and he's improving it uh, constantly. So he tells me, Jose Luis, uh, uh, try the montaña now and see what you're getting now because this is this will rock you. This is different uh, from before. So uh, it's uh, it's really how we, how is it prepared? You ask. I mean, what I tell my patients is that the the engine, the motor of montaña is love. I I the the last part of the preparation because sometimes I I get to it. Uh, we talk to the medicine, we pray to the medicine, we put music uh, to the medicine. And so it is uh, charged with a lot of intention. 
Montaña is like uh, uh, many of other of these other medicines is a medicine of intention. So it has the intentions of everyone who was involved in preparing it, in getting it together, in giving it, and of course, at last, the but not least, the intentions of those taking the medicine, and uh, you can see it when you when you when you take it. I, I love you know what you said that it's it's the the engine of the montaña is love because that's how you know one of the words that I I would describe my experience and you know I only had one experience so far but you know I wanted to wait with this podcast until I do have a personal experience because I really couldn't imagine you know how it would be like and. Um, also, um, you know, in the past, I was quite judgmental about mixing different plants. I thought that it's not a good idea that each plant has its own unique spirit and you need to commune with that specific spirit. And, you know, so, so I had, you know, <laughs> some preconceived ideas before and, and that wasn't my experience at all. You know, I really felt whatever plants are in it, I don't exactly know, but the synergy of all of these plants, it really came through with so much integrity and not like, you know, fragmented or, or anything like that. And I would, you know, when, when people ask me, when my friends asked me who were aware of me being in the ceremony, how was my experience like, the the, the the sentence that I used to describe it is that I felt like I was held by a loving mother, you know, the whole night, you know, that's, that was the main, you know, um, like people who listen to my podcast, they know that the main medicine I'm working is with ayahuasca, and I'm very accustomed to that kind of journeys that there is a lot of challenges normally in the journey and a lot of darkness that you're going through or pain or so you know I was a little bit anxious and I was like okay let's see how this goes with all these powerful plants together and it wasn't anything like that it was very gentle but powerful at the same time that's the way I can describe it and and it was very very grounding, very physical to me as well. I was very present during the whole experience uh, while I was uh, at the same time, I was very surrendered, you know, and going, you know, with the medicine, but at the same time, I, I stayed quite present during the whole experience. So it was really, for me, a quite opening and softening experience. And if I can compare it to anything, not that I, I want to compare necessarily, but just for people to have an idea, I think my, for me, the closest experience would have been like MDMA or mescaline, you know, that I ever tried, you know, in the past. And that was kind of close to different, but kind of the closest to this experience. I, I didn't have during the ceremony any kind of big challenges or dark spaces that that I need to go through you know and that that's so many times we do pass through especially with the ayahuasca so I I, I love what you said you know that that is is the medicine of love and 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 the motor is is love because I really really felt that love and that nurturing and that supportive and being held and being loved and being nurtured you know on a very very deep level so uh I know that you had many, many experiences with this medicine. So what, what would you say, like how taking this medicine, working with this medicine, how did it affect your life? Like what is that you personally noticed that, okay, because I'm doing this work with the medicine, th this is how my life changed, you know, thanks to that. Sure. I mean, um, of course, um, it has changed my life uh, as a patient. Right. I mean, I, 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 I call people who take it patients because I'm used to seeing them as such. Um, so by taking it, uh, I really could free myself from uh, a lot of, of anger and spite and uh, fears, which I had, which is some of the things I tell my patients, this will help them, uh, get uh, freed from and as a as a facilitator as a doctor uh, to be able to give it and see 
after the ceremonies, how patients' lives can be changed, how the ceremonies, not just, obviously not just that the ceremonies are good. What you want to see is long-term long changes, right? So that, that they can tell me that they're uh, so much better um, from a depression or from the, the things they've gone through after the loss of a loved one, right? Or, or from their anxiety and the, the things or the way my patients speak to me and tell me how they have been changed really deeply by Montaña is what uh, gets all this, uh, this joy to me because it, uh, it, it brings just that. It brings happiness, it brings joy, it brings peace and it brings gratefulness to, to, uh, to us who sometimes so, some of these we take for granted. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, it's really interesting because uh, obviously some of the people who work with the medicine are, are your clients. So you have like a deeper relationship with them, not just, a, you know, just for the one occasion when they, they take the medicine. So, uh, you know, it's interesting to that you can kind of follow up with them, right? So um, do you want to share maybe an example that you like really proud of and this was like, oh my God, this was amazing with this person, what happened? With Montaña, well, mm, there's uh, um, some things that I, I rather not share because people are going to think that, uh, maybe you're talking uh, too much and who are not real, but people really come uh, to, to get closure of life cycles. You know, like when, when like I said, when being a, uh, in a depression uh, because they lost someone they really loved and they come to Montaña and they can realize that everything is just okay, that everyone is going to be just fine. And this is one of the, um, of the parts where Montaña can do a lot with thanatology, because to be able to help someone with the loss of their loved ones is something really big. And, you know, the loss of a parent, the loss of a sibling is something that, that you just can say, oh, okay, in a year, in six months, in a week, I'll be okay. I'll, I'll forget it. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it behind me. No, you have to come through a process uh, which Montaña comes in real handy. And it does this very deep work uh, within you. Because I tell my patients that uh, Montaña is a way to open your eyes and open your consciousness to inside yourself. So it lets you heal things you know you had or things uh, you maybe thought you had uh, mm, you had got over, you had gotten over, and maybe you don't, or maybe things you, you didn't even uh, remember that you had forgotten about. And they, then these things come to you and you acknowledge them and you are able to get over them. Absolutely. And, you know, that was definitely my intention, you know, to get closer to, to something that I was working with. And I do feel, you know, that I was greatly supported, you know, in that by this, this beautiful medicine. So, you know, who are your typical clients, you know, with the Montagna, you said, you know, obviously people dealing with loss and grief and depression and things like that. Do you have people who come for like physical disease that they want to work on deeper aspects of like chronic disease or something like that? And so generally, what kind of people uh, are drawn to this medicine or drawn to you to, to work with this medicine? Sure. Um, sometimes there's people who have been recommended maybe to homeopathy or, or to another system of medicine or, or another type of therapy who, who uh, in, in spite of being to the doctor, I mean, going to the doctor for a physical ailment, 
the doctor says, you know what, you have to treat uh, the emotional background that you have on you, because that emotional background may be the origin of your physical ailments. So they come to me, uh, maybe to recommend it directly to Montaña, or they come to my office for a homeopathic consultation, and uh, they can see that really, uh, maybe it's not the only origin of their problem, but it really goes deep in healing. Uh, homeopathy is really a holistic system of medicine and it treats the, the patient as a whole with just one remedy. Um, and Montaña is also a holistic system of medicine because it can help you with any sort uh, of ailments and uh, to be able to really go deep inside the patient uh, to their roots, to their childhood, or sometimes before their childhood, and uh, not just see what's causing the problem, but also uh, start uh, healing it from there. Absolutely. And I can totally testify that, you know, with the homeopathy, um, you know, even before the montagna for me, the, the whole eczema turned out to be very closely related to a childhood trauma that I went through and I didn't remember, you know, for a long time. And, you know, we talk about this with all plants. I think all master plants and teacher plants are helping us to go to the root of the problem, so to say. But how, how do you go there, right? That's, that's, you know, can be different. So, um, you know, in terms of, so just a little bit of the practicality. So basically the one-on-one -on -one setup that you are doing right now is you are not really leading the ceremony. You are more like a sitter, you know, you are present, you are holding the space for the person and just sitting with the person. And there is a playlist or a music, you know, so that is kind of, you know, gives a little bit of guidance, I guess you can say that definitely the music was very essential part for me, but you do not participate or intervene or try to stir you know the whole ceremony just you know it's really you know up to the person I really enjoyed the one-on-one -on -one setting that I was in my house you came to my house I was in kind of my safe place I could lay down and you know before all the medicines that I work with it was in a very ceremonial uh, circle you know with a lot of rules and and other people you know going through their experiences you know in very very close proximity so it was definitely a different experience. And, and I really like that, that, that intimacy and that, you know, that little space, you know, that, that I was in and I did feel very, very safe and, you know, held throughout the whole experience. Um, in terms of, but a lot of people asking in terms of medicine, if they are looking for healing, you know, from any kind of, it might be physical, mental, emotional problems, addictions, trauma, so on and so forth, that how many times I need to do this, you know? So what can you say about, uh, is this something that people should repeat? Is it very individual? If they repeat it, how often should be repeated? What happens in between the ceremonies? Do you do any kind of consultation follow-up with the people? And if so, how much? So just tell us a little bit about that. Sure. That is uh, one of the um, most frequent, frequent questions I get and one of the most important because uh, as you ask, how many do I need? Or, or, or how many ceremonies do I have to do to get somewhere? What, what I tell my patients is uh, you'll, be seeing, um, you'll be seeing results from the first ceremony. During the ceremony, you'll be seeing results. And even after the ceremony, you'll still be getting, uh, being healed by the medicine. I, I don't know uh, about your case, but I've had patients who told me or who, or who have told me that uh, three or five or seven days later, uh, they, they lay down during the day or when they went to sleep or they closed their eyes or they heard uh, a specific kind of music and they felt like if they were uh, 
uh, in the Montaña ceremony. So this is like the work, the, the ceremonial work you do, but the, the healing comes uh, at that time, since that time, since the ceremony, and you start and you keep uh, being healed after, uh, after the ceremony. And how many do you need to do? Uh, we usually say um, in, in, in this area, we say the medicine calls you. You will know when you need to do a second ceremony. And I've had patients who have taken up to, I don't know, 22, 25 ceremonies during the course of two years. I mean, they, they take it like uh, something like every month because uh, they keep seeing um, uh, improvement. And along with this question or this answer comes the next question, which some of, some of my patients have, are worried and, and they, they are right to ask and to see, is there gonna develop any uh, resistance or any tolerance to the medicine? The answer is no. In fact, uh, people usually uh, are taking the same amount during the, the, their ceremonies. And even I've had patients, some of them uh, are more sensitive to the medicine. So they uh, can ask for less uh, quantity. Absolutely. Um, my, my question is, you know, because I think you can be dependent on anything really. So, and, and, and regarding that, it's quite a pleasant experience, you know, compared to like combo or ayahuasca or something like that, that is, I think hard, harder to get addicted to, you know, when you're going through such an ordeal. Um, this was quite a pleasant and, and, and loving and nurturing experience. Like, do you think that people can get so, so to say addicted, you know, or dependent on this medicine and instead of doing their healing work, they just keep coming back to the ceremony? Is, is that possible or did you, did you see that happen? No, uh, because of the, uh, the sort of ingredients that Montaña has, like I said, you don't develop uh, any of these dependencies. You do feel good during the ceremony and after. And this, uh, I, I've had patients who have told me, oh, I, I have this afterglow for, for, uh, that I'm feeling. And it, 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 went for, it went on for five days. And I felt like I was still in the medicine. And that's okay. But the thing is, when you become addicted to something, um, what you do or, or what happens is that after you take it or after you take it um, a specific amount of times, you are worse than you were before you took it for the first time. So then you need to start taking it again and you need to start uh, increasing the dose because you don't get to this, uh, to this level of wellness. Right. I, call it, I call it a baseline level where my patients come um, uh, either with depression or with anxiety, for instance, which is the, the two most common. So they're like at this level and then Montaña gets them to this level, right? And then when you don't take it for a while after the first ceremony or after the eighth ceremony, and then you may uh, be not on the baseline, but just like holding up there right? And with uh, drugs who are addictive, then you feel like, oh, you're doing like this. And with the drug, you're feeling you're going here. And after you, you stop taking it, you go down, down below where you started. And this does not happen with Montaigne. That is amazing. Thank you for this clear explanation that that really, you know, put it in perspective for me as well. Um, okay, so, you know, um, you mentioned earlier that one of the main ingredients is salvia divinorum, but as far as I know, it, it also has um, peyote, psilocybin, passiflora, right? Yes. And uh, before the ceremony, you gave me like a cannabis extract or yes. what was that exactly? Yes, that, that medicine is called Mateo because okay. of the, the, the man that prepares it. And this is a, um, a preparation from cannabis 
where they put like 40,000 pounds uh, presses on it, and then it gets uh, cleaned. It gets cleansed from the chlorophylls and the um, and and the, the colors and everything. And they are two medicines which uh, are enough to work uh, by themselves, but they found out that they together uh, get along really, really well, like you saw. Absolutely. Uh, so my question is that, is there any contraindications for people to take this medicine? Because for example, you know, with DMT, a lot of people who you, you said yourself, one of the most common uh, issue that people come with is depression and or anxiety is the same thing in my practice and a lot of my clients are on antidepressants like serotonin blockers you know that are contraindicated with dmt so and it's a problem for them you know to come off the medication so is there any contraindications with the montagna uh, from this perspective well um i i uh always do a background checkup on my patients. So I see what they uh, are diagnosed with or what, why are they here for? And I ask them uh, if they're taking any medications, what are those? And we see if we can, uh, if we can prepare them uh, by changing the dosage or anything for them to be uh, at their best uh, mm, time for for the medicine so uh, what does that mean exactly that do they have to come off these type of medications to work with this medicine or it is enough if they just you know get a minimum amount of their medication they don't have to come off completely like what, what is exactly, exactly. That? i usually do not take them off uh their their medications but i may uh, ask them to to change dosage for uh, a day or two it depends on every case. Yes, that's 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 really awesome, and and I love to hear that because that that's part of my interest in this particular medicine that I have quite a big, you know, um, like amount of people who are coming, you know, to the plants because they want to heal themselves from depression and anxiety, but they are on these severe medications for many years. And it's simply, you know, um, it's sometimes it's difficult, you know, for them to come off or to even reduce the medication. And, um, and, and I feel that, you know, with the Montagna, it can help people maybe to even come off these medications as they work with the Montagna and heal themselves and, you know, work through those issues, those deeper issues that are causing the symptoms. So that's, that's really, really good to hear. And I love that obviously you are a doctor, so you can really, you know, talk to individual like every individual and, and, and tailor it to them and see, you know, what medications they are on. So, you know, from, from that perspective um, that, you know, I'm just, again, coming from ayahuasca. So ayahuasca, you know, another contraindication would be people who have psychosis or schizophrenia or their immediate family has this type of diseases or were treated in psychiatric care actually i do have clients like that who it's kind of you know they don't recommend them you know to drink some ayahuasca i would not feel super comfortable you know to to recommend that to somebody and also you know another question i have is with pregnancy so what what, what is your take on it with with the montagna with with psychosis schizophrenia people who had episodes like that in the past can they work with this medicine and also people who are pregnant and expecting a baby yes i mean for schizophrenia and diseases as such i mm, hardly ever uh, do ceremonies with them, but I do uh, evaluate their cases and see what they are taking. <clears throat> and uh, um, I always do a particular uh, taking of the case to see if they're candidates to taking the medicine. And with pregnancy, the answer is no. Uh, if you are planning on, on uh, or maybe expect to be already pregnant, the answer is no. And for moms who are breastfeeding, uh, I usually, the, what, what they would have to do is to stop breastfeeding for three days. 
So I usually do not recommend it because uh, taking a, a child off of breastfeeding is the worst thing you can do. So uh, I tell them to enjoy their baby and, uh, and be with them as, uh, for uh, as much as they can. And then after they, they stop uh, breastfeeding, then they can come to Montana. Uh, that's that's perfect you know that's good to hear and uh, yeah it's also um, some hope for people who maybe would be contraindicated for other medicines like dmt you know but might you know have a chance to to work with montagna you know in a more gentle way you know and start their their own healing process because i definitely used uh, mushrooms before, you know, in my practice, especially microdosing protocols combined with therapy to, to get people off pharmaceutical medications. And, and, and I had like great success with that. Obviously, you know, it depends on the, on the person and what they are taking and so on and so forth. So I think that is a there, there, there is a big market, so to say, the people who are kind of dependent on these medications, you know, till the end of their life, and they would like to come off, you know, my own mother is like, uh, 20 something years are on these medications, you know, and, and I cannot even list the side effects, you know, she had a deep vein thrombosis, she almost went blind to one eye, like, I mean, a serious, you know, side effects that she had from these type of pharmaceuticals, and obviously, she still has the problem, you know, after so many years, the problem was not resolved, you know, she's just better functioning, you know, with the medication. So I'm, I'm very excited, you know, to hear that, that this could be, you know, a, a type of medicine that is available to more people compared to like, for example, ayahuasca or bufo that wouldn't be, you know, recommended to, 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 you know, a great amount of people to take. So, um, what would you say because you know you are as the, i love that you are into the allopathic you've been training there you are into the homeopathy you are into the sacred plants so you have such a wide perspective and experience in terms of different types of healing modalities so what would you say to people what is the main difference between having like a, a mainstream allopathic you know, approach to a disease, you know, or healing a disease versus what we do with, with sacred plants? Sure. I mean, uh, for the conventional allopathic uh, system of medicine, uh, I'm not going to say that that is made to make us sick. It, it, has, uh, it has helped humanity to go on uh, along with uh, several types of diseases but it has also taken us into new types of diseases because of the system itself. Right. So uh, in a way, uh, the way uh, allopathic medicine works is by stopping symptoms. You've got inflammation, there's a, there's a pill for that. You've got pain, there's a medicine for that. You've got fever, this will stop it. And uh, you have to understand that the body, the mind, and the soul are tell are communicating with us through symptoms. So you have to understand these symptoms to see what they're saying to you, right? And um, with homeopathy, uh, this is exactly what we do. We we see the symptoms, we identify them, we understand them, and we help these symptoms get you out of uh, the disease. And with uh, power plants, with sacred medicines, with ancestral medicines, um, we have to go, uh, we have a long way to go still because of, of the stigma that, that is on them, because of, of the fear that, that some people uh, have towards them and because some others say that they just can't be good because of whatever. But... Uh, step by step we are getting two more people so uh, that is the the good news that uh, from word of mouth we can be getting more patients to come to these medicines and also we have to acknowledge that 
everyone, everyone has to be responsible. Those of, of them who are seeking for these medicines and those uh, of us who are giving these medicines because and, and it's an important thing to, to do a little research before you go and take any kind of medicine because uh, uh, you have to be with someone who's prepared. Absolutely. And, you know, you do that, obviously, you know, have a consultation before each person, each individual and get their medical history, so on and so forth. And then you do like a follow up after the ceremony as well. Is it like a, a one occasion or it is like several times that you you meet up with people or how does that normally look like kind of the aftercare? Yes, we, we do have the, the, the closure when the ceremony finishes and I, I let uh, the patient know that they can get uh, in touch with me if anything, whatever doubts they may have, whatever uh, thing they want to, to tell me or what they are working on, how they have been. And usually uh, I let the invitation open to see if they want to, to come to my office or to call anytime. <laughs> that's, that's amazing, that's fantastic. And I think that also just matters a lot, you know, because people sometimes go on a retreat or go on a ceremony and then they never met these people any, anymore. And, you know, some things can come up after, you know, that they may need support or guidance with and they don't know who to, who to go with. And I can definitely testify because even during the homeopathy, I reached out to you so many times, this is what's happening to me, you know, is what does this mean? And, and you were always, you know, so available. So I felt really uh, held, you know, after, you know, during, after, before, you know, it wasn't just like, hey, come to the ceremony and then goodbye, you know, I don't, I don't want to hear from you anymore. So thank you for, for that. Um, so as you said, you know, with the, with the plants and the ancestral medicines, we, we talked about this before in this podcast that, you know, I think like one of the, the the main thing is with the plants that they don't really have side effects, you know, like, as I said, you know, a lot of pharmaceuticals have such a severe side effects, and then you are put on another medication because of the side effects, and that has a side effect, and it's like, it's a good business plan for the company, I guess, but, you know, not so much, you know, from the perspective of healing, so these medicines, you know, obviously they are natural, you know, they come from nature and, and they don't have side effects. So I think, you know, the worst case scenario would be that people would have no benefit, which I doubt, but may, maybe that would be the, the worst that could happen, right? Because it's not like, you know, you can develop, you know, some disease because of, of, of taking this plant. And, you know, what I wanted to mention is, just to to reflect on what you said about healing and curing and how you said that the allopathic medicine what it focuses on is to to make the symptom go away okay this is the symptom <laughs> we don't want this symptom to be there we don't care why is the symptom there what caused it to be there in the first place they don't care about the mental emotional background of the person what are you going through in your life what's happening to you i know from consul my my consultations with you that every time you know i went for the remedy we talked for an hour and you asked me all these bunch of questions of what happening in my life how am I feeling you know how is my diet you know all different kind of questions so you know this is not happening I think in the the allopathic care and I'm you know just want to stress that I'm, we are not against allopathic medicine and, and there is a lot of good benefits you know coming from them and, and from pharmaceuticals in general we are just pointing it out here that you know they have a very different approach you know they don't look at the, the 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 human being as you explained as a body mind emotion spirit you know kind of whole being but they look at the the, the human being as as a sack of like meat and bones you know as just like a physical machine that something went wrong now we have this symptom now the symptom has to go away and if the symptom goes away you are cured but not healed you know, so from my perspective, 
you know, curing is not healing. Healing is when you dealt with the reason why the symptom was there. And as you said, you know, to, to, to the body communicates through these symptoms and, and the, but it's like sometimes so evident. Then for example, you are in pain, you know, and then the body is telling you stop everything you're doing and lay down and rest, you know, and it can be just such a simple message. And, and, you know, um, to, to listen to the body and to investigate, okay, what is my body telling me with these symptoms? And what are the, the deeper underlying reasons why I'm having these symptoms? And then to work on that level, resolving kind of the root cause and that results healing which is you know recovery and and i've seen in my practice you know with the ayahuasca like many many times that cancer autoimmune disease people body regenerated you know 100 percent because the reason why they were sick it was not there anymore they resolved it whatever that may be it may be trauma or something like that so I, I really, that's why we are having this podcast also, and we are advocating for these amazing uh, plants, you know, in nature and also there are animals, but it's not, you know, in, in, in this podcast, that's not our focus today, but mostly these amazing plants that grow in nature for hundreds and thousands of years, you know, and, and humanity use these, these plants, you know, in, in, a, in a sacred way to, I think for healing and self-discovery as well, not just for, for healing only, but also for learning, you know, to learn about ourselves and the world and the cosmos, you know, and to have a bigger picture understanding. And, uh, you know, definitely I would say that the, the main difference would be that these plants help us to go to the underlying reason and resolve the, the issue there. While, you know, pharmaceuticals more would work on the surface of dealing with the symptoms and making the, the symptom go away. Would you, would you agree with that? Sure. I mean, that's why uh, you have so many OTC uh, medicines. If you, if you get in the, I was reading just before that you get, something like 30 uh, advertisements on, on US TV an hour uh, from pharmaceuticals. So it's no uh, secret that, uh, um, I mean, that, that medications are uh, a business, uh, but the thing is when you really want to get cured from the root of the problem, you have to seek for something else. Yes, I hold to that. <laughs> so, you know, slowly coming to, to the, the end of our time for today, what would be your vision for the future of medicine? So if it was, was up to you, you know, to determine how healing is going to be in the future, what is that you would like to see, you know, um, in the future just for humanity? I think we need a lot of healing. So <laughs> let's hear what you think. Well, I, I would like to see more 97 or 98 year old healthy people like the Queen Elizabeth, who is being treated uh, by homeopathy their whole life. So this would be just great. And also for these ancestral medicines to be able to, to be more known, to be more widespread, to be more accepted and for for uh, my colleagues, doctors, uh, um, that they, they don't uh, uh, advise people against these medicines, at least before they get to know them. Uh, actually, uh, uh, just like I did, because I would have never said no to anyone who wanted to try uh, medicines like this, but I would, have, I would have just said, I don't know them. Something, uh, it's funny because uh, sometimes uh, people ask me, uh, hey, doctor, hey, Jose, do you believe on this? Do you, do you believe of anything, on anything? So I ask them, uh, 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 rephrase your question. What I believe does not matter. Ask me if I know about anything because science is what has the facts. Uh, so, mm, People have to uh, 
do their research, but they have to research on 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 many uh, on many perspectives on on many ways because they're not always getting uh, facts; they're getting opinions, and that is not good. Oh, I totally agree with that. And hopefully we are contributing, you know, for, with this conversation and putting some more information out there. So where can people go to learn more about this particular medicine, the Montagna, and how can they reach you if, if they want to work with you either with the homeopathy or, or with this particular medicine? Well, they, they can go to my webpage, which is, which is joseluisandoval.com. Um, my cell number, which is available to anyone with uh, over WhatsApp, or they can call me, is 3315178790. And my, my office for uh, homeopathic consultations is here uh, in Puerto Morelos, in front of the Colonia Park. And they can also look for me on Facebook as Dr. Sandoval. So awesome. we're going to share this information in the description of, of the video when we post it. So you can just uh, look down, you know, under under the video in the description and just click on the link to 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 connect with Jose Luis or, you know, obviously to connect with me if you want. And yeah, let's just, you know, finish with something. If you have like a message to the people out there, what would your, what is something that you want to communicate and, and, and say to people right now? Well, um, I would tell them that uh, there's always hope uh, for everyone and for everything uh, that they, people uh, should not lose hope. So there, there's always someone, something that will help you. And uh, me, we, uh, uh, from the perspective of homeopathy or ancestral medicines uh, uh, are uh, desiring, wanting to get changed and to get uh, um, help but well-being to the people. And like, like you mentioned, an important part is that what I said, the, that the motor, the engine of Montaña is love. That's what this is about. And so that's what I would, what I would say. Don't lose hope. Um, seek for help because there are many um, therapeutical systems such as yours. And there are many. And you can find them. You just have to look for them. And, uh, and be good. And thank you very much for your invitation, Nina. This was such an honor to be able to, to share with you who, who I. Okay, you, you stopped for a moment. So yeah. uh, where, where the last thing I heard was just like, thank you very much, Nina, that was it. So let's just continue from okay, there. Okay, that's, that, that's recording. Oh, um, and uh, as I was saying, uh, thank you very much, Nina, because you um, you invited me to your the session, and uh, I will be able to learn uh, a lot more from people like you. And this is uh, something I'm I'm really honored of. So thanks a lot. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, I feel honored to have you here and I'm grateful for, for this connection definitely and for your help, you know, with the homeopathy and with the medicine. And yeah, just, just a reminder for our listeners, as we always say here, you are the healer and love is the medicine. And I definitely agree with, with Jose Luis that, you know, don't give up, you know, there is, there is hope. I, I believe that anything can be healed, you know, was this a different question? How that does that healing looks like? And, you know, keep searching, keep asking, you know, keep trying and, and you will find your medicine, you know, that will help you to, to recover that love, you know, that we were talking about here and to reconnect to that, that place of love within ourselves. And I feel that that is the real healing force, you know, and the plants help us to, to connect to that source of love. At least that's my experience. So stay tuned. We're going to do many interesting episodes with, you know, 
some some future topics that coming up and check out my website avatarhealingarts.com and check out my training that is coming up this year so if you are interested to train and to support people in ayahuasca preparation and integration then uh, please connect with me and go and check out the information on my website and stay tuned for the next episode that is coming out soon and thank you for listening and if you like this episode just share this video with your friends and i am relying on you and your help to share this information so more people can you know know about these things and they they can have informed consent they can have freedom of choice to to choose you know what is what is best for them on their individual path so thank you thank you thank you and sending big love from my heart to your heart <laughs>